0: Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. We're going to talk about Arizona football recruiting and how Jed Fish will be a fisher of men in the Big 12. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we're going to talk about recruiting. By the way, I found it very funny what I just said right now. A jet fish being a fisher of men in the Big 12 right there. We have fishers of men, all kinds of men right? for Arizona recruiting, and here's why. Arizona has coaches that like to recruit. That helps. That helps. Um, A lot of times you'll get coaches that don't like to recruit. Rich Rodham looking right at you. Kevin Sumlin, well, I mean, I don't even know Kevin Sumlin knew what he was doing at this point, so it didn't matter. But here's where we're at, though. Jed Fish has shown that he is an ace recruiter, and recruiting at the University of Arizona is not easy for a variety of reasons. First, um, there isn't a huge local talent base to work from, but Arizona has been uh, sly about this in the past because when there is a really good player in Er Tucson, the coaches go with an odd approach of generally ignoring them. And that is what happened with Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson was probably the best player in all of college football last year. He's the odds-on favorite to be the rookie of the year in the NFL. Bijan Robinson grew up in Tucson. He's a fourth-generation Tucsonan from Marana. B. John Robinson was considered the best running back in the country. Guess who did not recruit B. John Robinson at South Point Catholic high school? Kevin Sumlin. Now, when Kevin Sumlin was asked about it, well, we didn't think we could get him. It's all nonsense. Jed fish comes in and says, there'll be no more of this. I am going to be a fisher of recruits. And this is what he did. You've got uh, Elijah Rushing, who is considered the uh, best defensive end in the entire country at South Point Catholic High School also. Jed Fish took a unique approach to uh, having a really good player in his backyard. He recruited him. It was weird. I don't think a lot of people saw that one happening right there, but Jed Fish said, I will be a Fisher of Men. I'm sorry. I'm going off with that, but I like that a lot. Um, And that's what he's able to do. Now you look at the recruiting that he's been able to put forth in California. I mean, you're getting a lot of guys that Arizona generally doesn't get. You look at a mac five-star wide receiver. Guess who doesn't come to Arizona? Five-star wide receivers. Um, then you look at Kean Burnett, yeah, USC decommit, four-star tight end. Guess who also doesn't come to U of A? USC decommits. Then you got Kevin Green, same way. Then you got our guy, fam, Sean Speedy Luke. I know a lot of people think we're related. They are wrong. We are not related. But uh, even though I actually had somebody, joking aside, come up to me and ask me if I was related, and I thought she was kidding at first, and then I wanted to say, well, uh, you know, I know our last names are the same, but I don't really look much alike. Um... And uh, But either way, be that as it may. Now, the other guys then we can talk about. You also, you recruit NFL players here at the U of A. Another odd odd tactic there by Jed Fish that I don't think many people saw coming. And by that, I mean, um, he said, yeah, um, we're going to try to get NFL players in here. Guess what? There's NFL players on this roster. So again, basically everything that Kevin Sumlin did, Jed Fish said, nope. Not going to do any of that. or are throwing the book at all of it, and he did just that, and that's why Jed Fish is where he's at right now. But again, Jed Fish said from day one when he took over, he said, "Listen, said if you don't recruit, you're not going to be on my staff." We hear that nonsense all the time here. I mean, heck, if Rich Rod had actually been in- interested in recruiting. Um, he might still be at the University of Arizona because guess what? Rich Rod was a, uh, Rich Rod was a really good coach, but he didn't care about recruiting. Um, and I think he thought this job was a little bit beneath him, going <laughs> from Michigan to Arizona. Um, but now he's at Jackson State. But that's kind of where it is with that. Um, but Fish has put together a really, really good recruiting class, or a really, really good staff of recruiters, energetic players. You hear this all the time. And not only do you hear that all the time from these coaches – The first thing you generally hear is um, these guys actually recruited me harder once they got once I committed to the U of A than they did before. That's where uh, that's where it's different, because at the U of A, generally, again, uh, what Arizona does is generally you find a really good player and then you decide, you know what we're going to do. We're not going to recruit them. We are going to just be um, be that as it may. We don't really care about them. Jed Fish changed that right there. And when you actually recruit players, it shows out to be a little bit different, but California has been a huge linchpin for the Fisher of men, Jed Fish. Um, And, uh, and, uh, um, and uh, now, not only that, my mom, my mom, a very devout religious person, uh, by the way, is uh, laughing at me in the background right now. And I think it's because it's good. A Fisher of men is something we will keep. Um, Now, with california though that's obviously been the bailiwick as they would say a bailiwick um and that's uh where they've that's where he's been fishing for recruits and arizona the state itself has been pretty good to him as well he said that you got to recruit in state and you gotta be able to recruit in california if you're recruiting both those areas then you're gonna be good to go hi dad hey, Um and uh this is our last stop before heading back to uh, tucson i don't actually live with my parents even though they probably think that i do um the uh but now texas many options here because guess what there's a lot of athletes in texas as well so if you're going to be a fisher of men in california why not be a fisher of men in texas And that's what you're going to find. Texas, the best states in the country for football recruits are very, very simple. You didn't hear this from me. I'm not breaking any news right here, but it's actually very, very simple. You've got Texas, you've got California, and you've got Florida. Those are the three ones right there. Oh, no. Those, you might think there are others. Those are the three big ones. Jed Fish being in the Big 12 right now, being, having California to his west and Texas to his east. We don't care about New Mexico. There's nobody in New Mexico. Um, but in Texas, it is uh, everything's bigger in Texas, they say. I think that's actually overrated um, because El Paso is in Texas. But there's a lot of really good players. And Mike Stoops proved this in the past. Mike Stoops recruited Texas very, very well. There were a lot of very good players that he pulled out of Texas. I think of players like Earl Mitchell that went on to play in the NFL for uh, quite a while. Um, You think of a lot of the wide receivers. Mike Thomas played in the NFL. Actually left as U of A's all-time leading receiver. We're going to talk a lot about that here in a second. But first, let's talk about FanDuel. All right, here's the deal. FanDuel.com backslash locked on FanDuel Sportsbook. All right. We are about to get into good sports season right now. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind that uh, we have been having to deal with baseball and soccer and all these uh, all these uncool sports. But you know what makes them cool is if you bet on them, you know where you bet on them. FanDuel.com backslash locked on. That's what you do. Again, it makes it interesting right there because you know what makes things interesting? Anytime you got a little skin in the game, a little bit of money, Um, and who knows? You win that money, you can pay for cat food, you can pay for any kind of a variety of different uh, avenues, but that's what makes it interesting right there. FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Check it out. Thank me later. Your cats and your pocketbook will thank me as well. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back. We're going to talk more about fishing for recruits in Texas. Thanks for thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Arizona has actually recruited a lot of really good players from Texas. It's not just Mike Stoops. Dick Tomey recruited many players from Texas as well. Um. You look at our guy, Kelvin Eve the captain, came here as a football recruit or a basketball recruit, switched over to football. Then on that team, you had also Marcus McFadden from Texas. You had some pretty good players from Texas. Now, again, um, our guy, Justin Spears, asked Rich Rod one time. He said, how come you don't recruit Texas? And then you could tell the Rich Rod had never even thought about that possibility because he goes, well, what do you mean? Uh, everything bigger in Texas. Uh, and then after that went viral and it looked dumb, uh, Jed or, uh, he, rec- uh, he, uh, Rich Rod recruited or recruited Richrod Rod hired somebody that decided he was going to start uh, recruiting Texas. That's what happens right there. Sometimes you just got to look a little bit more. Jed Fish will not, uh, Jed Fish will not have to be informed that Texas has good football players. Jed Fish will already know that there are good football players there. Um, and not only, uh, does Jed Fish know that there will be good football players there, Um, he will recruit them. So again, this, I think only helps Arizona and on the grand scheme of things, I think being in the big 12 is going to help them a lot because there's a, like I said, it's a fun conference. The fans are awesome. And on top of that, you've got a lot of, uh, there's, like I said, there's just a lot of, uh, everybody talks about the Trump stop conference. I think those towns are cool. I've never been most of them, but you know what? I like the people there, exactly, like in Manhattan, the Little Apple. Um, Then you've got Manhattan, Kansas, that is, Morgantown. Greg Hansen said the other day that, uh, you know, who wants to go to Morgantown? Greg, we would like you to go to Morgantown and stay there. That is where we're at with Morgantown. But, again, I would like to go to Morgantown. That's where we're at. Now, um, Jed Fish, though, I would imagine you'll start seeing him add some guys with some Texas connections to the staff because that's what normal good coaches do. You've got to remember, too, we're kind of like the – uh, we're kind of the, uh, we're a battered football fan base. It's the best way I can put it. Look at what we've had in the past. We had John Makovic and then not, not only we have John Makovic um, who, uh, did his best to torpedo the program. Then you got Stoops coming in. Stoops was obviously a billion times better than McEvick. He did a uh, I gotta say he did a pretty good job getting Arizona to a point, but Stoops was also insane. Um, so there was also always going to be a limit to what Stoops could do because half the time he was busy throwing his visor at the official. Then after that, you got Rich Rod. Rich Rod comes in here with the southern twang, and you know, the and Rich Rod was an awesome coach, X's and O's coach, got Arizona to do a Fiesta Bowl. But Rich Rod also didn't like the other parts of the job, Rich Rod didn't recruit and the term OKG came out of this. Now you might say, Mike, what does OKG mean? Well, thanks for asking. I'm gonna tell you what it means is this our kind con- Don't care about recruiting ranking. Um, we recruit a specific type of player. So when Arizona would bring in the uh so when Arizona would bring in the 12th rated class out of 12 teams, Rich Rod would say, Nothing to worry about here. These are all OKGs. Well, our kind of guys generally meant our kind of guys that nobody else wanted because these recruits were essentially looking at Arizona, UL Lafayette, Tulane, schools I didn't even schools i didn't even know existed that was a problem and it caught up with rich rod right there so the our kind of guys was all a bunch of crap i mean i hate to say it but it was and that was nonsense then the uh then after that kevin sumlin comes in and says watch me burn this thing to the ground and he did and he did it quickly and was impressive uh obviously someone had a lot of off field issues uh, to put it mildly but uh, this was not a person that took Arizona football seriously, nor did he take his job seriously. Um, and it showed. Not a, Now, he took all of the best of some of the previous coaches' worst habits and said, guess what? I'm going to combine both of these. And he took Rich Rod's recruiting approach with Makovic's coaching acumen and said, watch this. And guess what that led to? A 20-game losing streak. A seventy to seven game against ASU, a bunch of crap, a bunch of garbage. Kevin Sumlin was, in, when you look back at the Kevin Sumlin era, it was actually fairly impressive with it. He was able to sustain such bad results. I almost said mediocrity, but that would be in a uh, that would be an insult to mediocrity right there. Um, but anyways, Sumlin out the door, Jed Fish in. Look at Jed Fish, and immediately I'm like, what in the world is this? Another bizarre hire. Um, The guy's been basically a quarterback coach for like 30 different teams. He's always on a new job. And he came in and he said, listen, uh, um, we're going to build this thing from the ground up. I am going to work my butt off. I will have a staff that nobody will outwork. And but again, yada, yada, yada. All I'm thinking about is my rolling eye emoji that entire time. And guess what? Jed Fish said, take that rolling eye emoji and shove it because I am going to do this. And he did do it. And you gotta give it, you gotta give the Fisher of Men a lot of credit right there because he uh, he essentially he he's come through with his promises. You bring in a top twenty-five recruiting class at the University of Arizona—that's not supposed to happen—and um, then you follow it up by getting a five-star defensive end. And just again, you watch him; he does all the media stuff right. Not only does he um, not only does he do all the media stuff right he uh he knows he knows the game and so he interacts with fans he interacts with people it gets uh it's the first time probably since tomi that you actually had somebody that you know at least got um uh, well, you know somebody probably the first time since tomi that you had somebody that actually understood a little bit of the community of Tucson and i don't care if it's fake it doesn't matter to me he's at least doing it which the previous coaches did not do and i think he viewed that as beneath then You look at it from a quarterback perspective. He has brought in quarterbacks that can play. Now I think it's going to be very enticing seeing what the uh, jet fish is going to be able to do in Texas, because again, Texas has a lot of really, really good quarterbacks. We know that from, uh, we know that from Nick Foles. We know that from I I mean, heck we bet we know that better than anybody with Nick Foles. We know that with, uh, you look at some of the quarterbacks that are in the NFL, uh, recent years, you had your Drew Brees, you had your Mat- you have your Matthew Stafford's. You have a bunch of different guys, and so Texas—it's uh, all uh, Texas—is another nice little avenue to have. Now we're going to talk about Arizona basketball here in a second before we sign off and what this means for the Tommy Gun. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. That's Ted Wardo in the background. In case you're wondering, Ted Wardo just gagged. Don't worry about it, Ted Wardo. Now, let's talk about uh, Arizona basketball. I don't really care what conference Arizona's in. Arizona could be in Pluto, and it wouldn't matter to me because Arizona basketball will always be able to recruit. And not only will they always be able to recruit they will always be able to uh, get the players nationally that they need now tommy lloyd when you talk about international stuff tommy lloyd has very much of a um tommy lloyd has very much of a how do i put this um he has an international he has an international approach for sure but not only does he have an international approach he also has the um, he's got California on lock already, which is obviously a very good thing. And besides that, he's got, um, he's going to recruit Arizona, but you got, uh, you got Texas in there. That doesn't hurt. You already got KJ Lewis out of Texas via Tucson, by the way. But so that's good. Um, but Arizona is going to be fine either way. Arizona football, it certainly helps with, but Arizona basketball will not, uh, will not miss beat either. And not only will it not miss beat, um, if anything, it's going to help because you're also going to be able to recruit for being in a real conference this time, which I think is a, uh, which I think is a very underrated aspect to this entire thing. Um, so Arizona football is going to be very, very. This is going to be a very good move for Arizona football, a very good move. And not only is it going to be a good move for Arizona football. And it's not going to hurt Arizona basketball in the least because Tommy Gunn is going to be able to say, listen, we're in the best basketball conference in the country. Why don't you come play? Guess what? We're going to go into Fog Allen Fieldhouse. They're going to come here. We're going to play a bunch of really good schools. We're not going to be playing the Oregon States and the Washington States where there's seven people in there and three of them are commentators. That will not be the case anymore. In the big 12 you will have fans that are actually there you will have a dynamic robust fan base as well but again got to give big kudos to dave hickey on the, uh all of this along with my guy president robbins because this was not um this was not in uh let's see here to put it mildly this was not in a um this was not easy this was not easy and not only was this not easy um, you had to play a lot of the games. Like we talked about Herb. I'm not Herb Crow. Michael Crow, um, was a uh, roadblock throughout all of this. And, uh, he's essentially admitted he was a roadblock. You know what we call people that are roadblocks in real life door jams. Michael Crow's a door jam. And Bobby Robbins said, all right, go ahead and jam the door as much as you want. We will still knock it down and make it right. And you can still be you. So again, Big kudos to Dave, I almost said Dave Robbins, Dave Hickey and uh, President Robbins for what they've been able to do, and um, just can't tell you how excited I am to be able to be in a real conference with a real fan base, and hopefully the Pac-12 keeps Bill Walton and Pac-12 officials as well. That's another little good thing right there. Obviously, don't want to see anybody lose their job, but we can go where somebody else does a better job. All right. On that note, I'm going to sign off right here. We will be back with you on Friday, though, and Friday, a.k.a. tomorrow, uh, talking more about Arizona Athletics, obviously, the Big 12, what the move to the Big 12 means, and all kinds of goodies. On that note, though, I'm Mike Luke, thanks for making Locked on Wildcats your first listen of the day. For Ted Wardo, in the background, sleeping right now, Ted Wardo says, uh, uh, back the A, and we will be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day.